Welcome back to the Samuel Proctor Oral History Program's Race and Remembrance podcast series. This is your host, Alana Gomez. In this episode, we will be discussing the history of integration in the Alachua County public school system. Just as a reminder, the transcript of this episode will be available in the show notes, along with other relevant links to the SPOP website, the JBA collection, and further learning resources. As we have discussed, Gainesville and its surrounding communities witnessed a great deal of activism during the civil rights movement of the 1960s. But despite advancements, segregation remained prevalent. Particularly in the realm of education, African Americans were barred from accessing the same academic opportunities as their white counterparts. As a result, black communities were forced to construct their own schools to support their students. The first public school in Gainesville specifically dedicated to the education of African Americans was Union Academy, which opened in 1866. Thirty years later, in 1896 with the Plessy v. Ferguson case, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled to uphold segregation under the separate but equal doctrine. Things were never truly equal, however, and throughout the 19th and 20th centuries, black schools in Alachua County faced the reality of this ruling. With less funding and unfavorable conditions, black students were at a disadvantage. This was particularly true in the case of Lincoln High School, which became the second accredited all-black public high school in Gainesville in 1926. In this clip, Mr. Charles Demps recounts his time at Lincoln and how the students had to smell garbage all day. When they built Lincoln, there's a story that somebody probably told it, but anyway. The unique thing about us, man, they had the city dump right behind Lincoln, man. We was in high school and had to smell the city dump. Behind Lincoln, there's a softball field, uh, and we you got Williams Elementary. Lincoln sit like this. Williams Elementary sit over here, and in this area here, they had the city dump, man. I'm serious. Like seagulls, this time of year, you had seagulls, the white ones, mm. that would hang out around there, you know, eating stuff, whatever, the trash and stuff like that. We sitting, we didn't have air conditioning. It's a nice building, but it wasn't air conditioned. We open the windows and we smell, I mean, we smell this garbage all day. And we in school, but we smell this garbage. But our school is probably one of the best built black schools of that time that was built. Segregation and substandard school conditions were the reality for black citizens in Alachua County for decades. It wasn't until 1964, 10 years after the Supreme Court ruling in the Brown v. Board of Education case, that Alachua County finally began to integrate public schools. This process began with the integration of Gainesville High School, or GHS. Black students from Lincoln High School were forced to transition over to GHS in the middle of the school year and finish their schooling at the all-white school. Before 1964, Gainesville High School was known for its Confederate symbols and pride. White students brought Confederate flags to school, Dixie was played at halftime during sports games, and there was even a Confederate flag painted on the sidewalk that people were warned not to step on. The recruitment of black students to GHS did not change that. Black students recall having to witness these symbols of hate and stand for the Confederate anthem Dixie at football games, all the while suffering an onslaught of racial harassment. Others remember a daily raising of the Confederate flag on school grounds. Joelle Buchanan, one of the first three black students to integrate Alachua County Public Schools along with LaVon Wright and Sandra Williams, recalls his experience with racism at GHS. It was a shocking experience and experiences that I went through, and no one um, was able to tell us uh, what it was like because it had not been done in this city or county or state proud to. We were the first three 
So I pretty much knew that it was going to be different because I was going from an all-black school to a school that was predominantly all-white, and I was going to be the one to integrate it. I realized that there was such a resistance among the white community for an African-American to come there until it happened. I saw a level of hate that I had never seen before. There were people that did not speak, did not communicate, and did not want to be in the environment that I was in, and I was just there to get an education. Uh, We went to school um, in an unmarked police car, and we only um, got out of the car, went straight to our designated class areas, and we left after school. We were not encouraged to. We were not encouraged to participate in the activities or go to any activities because they was concerned with the safety of the three of us. Something that I learned that year that I have not forgotten. I did not. We, the three students, along with the assistant principal from Lincoln High School that I attended previously, uh, met with the chief of police down before we went to the school to discuss the safety of the three of us. And they discussed then that we could be assassinated. And I did not, had not registered in my mind then, because I was just in 10th grade, that if I was killed, I would be dead today. Finally, in the 1968-1969 school year, the GHS band stopped playing Dixiet games, and the painting of the Confederate flag on the sidewalk was removed. The following year, in January 1970, the U.S. Supreme Court declared that Alachua County must form a unitary school system. This meant that Gainesville would no longer have black or white specific schools, but instead just two identical schools to be built on the east and west sides that would serve all students. As part of this plan, Lincoln was designated to become a compensatory education and vocational center. Lincoln was officially ordered to shut down. The 1970 closing of Lincoln, Gainesville's only historically black high school at the time, sparked a wave of protests among the local African-American community who felt it was unfair that they had to move schools and lose such an important part of their lives while the white students didn't. In this clip, Ms. Juanita Cunningham, a teacher in Ocala, provides an educator's perspective on the trauma that this sudden loss caused students. We had to desegregate schools, so they took Madison Street and desegregated it. Our old school that was Howard Academy, it went to Old grade, I believe it was. I'm trying to remember that right now. Yeah. All of our students had to be transferred into the predominantly white schools. That was heartbreaking for our people. Why do we have to move? They aren't moving. Why don't we have to move? As could be expected, these feelings of loss, confusion, and fear resulted in resentment among black Alachua County residents. Here is Ms. Sylvia Harris describing the tensions that arose from the court order closing of Lincoln as part of Gainesville's integration process. We felt like um, we already had two black schools. Why would you close our school? They closed down Aikman Jones. They closed down Lincoln. They closed those schools down. There was the only two schools that they closed. And the reason why being is that uh, the white parents didn't care. But this is how it was, the white parents didn't care. They didn't care about us coming today. They really didn't want us in our neighborhood, but they, they, didn't, they didn't have no choice. They, they, but they did not want their kids to come into a black neighborhood. So they closed Aquin Jones down. Aquin Jones was closed down for a long, long time. And so was Lincoln. Lincoln was closed down. The kids had it so bad, they pretty much tore Lincoln up. 
So basically, they had to really remodel Lincoln before they opened it back up. Because what? the kids, really, this is what they was thinking, that if we couldn't have it, y'all can't have it. I don't know what it was going to, it was like, y'all don't want us to go here, but you know, still y'all going to close it down or y'all, whatever y'all want to do with it, you're not going to do with it. So I, so they stopped one half of Lincoln fire. Really, they stopped the lock as a fire. They had a fire at the school. They was really trying to burn the school down because basically they felt like if y'all taking our school away, they're taking our heritage away. As Ms. Harris alludes to, Lincoln was not just a school for local black residents. Lincoln was a source of pride, a center for activity, and it represented an important aspect of identity for many African Americans, both students and community members. In this clip, Mr. Albert White talks about the impact that the closing of Lincoln High School had on the local black community. What did that do to this community? Lincoln was the hub of the black community. All, everything took place virtually at Lincoln. The school was accessible. Uh, the pride was there. This is where things happened. So that sense of community was lost. You got to remember, Gainesville was not nearly as large as it is now. And I realized that again, things change. So when you start talking about um, uh, you know, the things that occurred after integration, we began to lose our identity. And uh, while we are a, a, a melting pot, and diversity is extremely important to me. I, I spent many years working to uh, make sure that uh, um, organizations I was involved with and worked for were diverse. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we began to lose a lot of the identity that got us to this point. And what worries me about our history is that if that's not valued, then we could very easily lose the ground that we've gained. I, I submit to you that we were gained, that the ground that we, you know, the progress we made was based on those virtues that I'm talking about that we had prior to the integration. Fifty years after the closing of Lincoln High, the black community in Gainesville still commemorates the educational and cultural significance of the school. This past weekend, on June 12th, Lincoln High School alumni took part in a Lincoln Legacy Celebration event in remembrance of the last graduating class of 1970. The ceremony began with a march featuring chants and school pride and was followed by a gathering in the Lincoln Auditorium. Now a middle school, the building is a well-known landmark in East Gainesville and home to a multiracial student body. Yet disparities still exist, evidenced by the inequalities between the general population and the magnet program. While we have come a long way from the initial moments of integration, the Lacho County public school system continues to reflect the harmful legacy of segregation and racism. In the words of Ms. Vivian Filer, we must continue fighting for equality in order to achieve true integration. We don't, I say we don't have integration. Okay. We have some desegregation in some places. Yes. True integration, it brings on equality. Mm -hmm. And we have not achieved that yet. For more information on the desegregation of education in Alachua County, please see the show notes to find additional resources and links to learn more. We hope the history shared here encourages you to keep fighting for truth, reconciliation, and justice in your own communities. Tune in next week as we discuss the University of Florida's connection to slavery, indigenous land, and racism. Until then, keep listening to the stories around you.